The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. The 73-year-old retired police officer accused of killing a man after an argument over a cell phone in a movie theater took the stand in his own defense. So why did you shoot? At that point, it was his life or mine. This is Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Reeves is using Florida's controversial Stand Your Ground law in a hearing, hoping to avoid going to trial. Reeves says he asked Olsen to put his phone away during the movie previews, and an argument ensued. He says Olsen first threw his cell phone at him, hitting him in the head, before grabbing his popcorn and throwing that at him as well. He was getting ready to punch me, and I perceived that at some point, and that's when the pistol came. It was his life or my life. That's what a retired chief of police says he shoots a moviegoer dead in a cinema for texting this is the way it all goes down everybody welcome to crime stories i'm nancy grace thank you for being with us i'm stunned right now 
about a case that's coming out of Wesley Chapel. It's very close to Tampa. I've actually gone down there and looked at this cinema myself to see what it was all about, to see the scene. There are wide swaths of land that is undeveloped. It's a beautiful stretch of marsh in Florida. Then suddenly out of nowhere jumps up Wesley Chapel, and it looks new. You know how you can tell an old subdivision or an old strip mall versus the new ones? The whole place looks new. And the neighborhoods there are very, very nice, very upscale. So this 16 movie theater is where the shooting went down. And this is what we know. It's in court right now. And the judge is trying to determine if this retired police captain, Curtis Reeves, 74 years old, can advance the, quote, stand your ground defense. What that means in Florida and a few other states is that if you are attacked and you're in fear for your life, you do not have to retreat. You can stand your ground and fight back with force only necessary to fight back. Now, this is what Curtis Reeves says in his own words, the retired police captain, 74 years old. He says he goes in. The guy in front of him, we're in the previews. We're not even in the movie, Lone Survivor. I mean, really? You're that mad about a preview problem? So the guy in front of him is with his wife, and he's texting. He's not talking on the phone. He's texting during the previews. It's a matinee. There aren't, are not that many people there. He leans over to the guy and says, hey, put away your phone. You're not supposed to be texting. Well, the guy says, hey. Leave me alone. I'm texting my babysitter. She's with my little girl. Well, he doesn't stop texting. Reeves says it again. He goes, I'm going to call management. So he goes and he he tattletales to the manager. Then he comes back in. He sees the guy, Olson, is no longer texting. Olson's sitting there with his wife. Olson is a 43-year-old married father and a Navy veteran. So Reeves, the police captain, leans forward and goes, yeah. Okay, I see you are no longer texting after I had to bring in management. So basically a nanny nanny boo boo. Well, that makes Olson mad. He turns around and he knocks Reeves' popcorn onto him. The next thing you know, Reeves says, and the pistol came out. Like the pistol all on its little old old self just comes out of his pocket and shoots Olson dead dead over texting and buttered popcorn. Now, Reeves is saying that Olsen threw his cell phone at him, but Reeves's own wife is sitting next to him, and she says, I never saw him get hit. He told me at the time he got hit, but I, I never saw that part. She's sitting next to him in the theater. How can you not see it? So that's what went down in a Wesley Chapel movie theater. You go in, you're texting, you get in a fuss with another moviegoer. You're dead. You are dead. Just before or just as he stood up, I heard something about theater manager. manager. But I think it was in a conversation with his wife. Not, it, it was very loud. So I think it was, he was just being loud. So now we're in. His motion and swinging around got my eye. He's right off to my right here, caught my eye almost immediately. 
when I looked up, uh, he was uh, coming over the seat uh, at me uh, across the front of where my wife was. Uh, and uh, he had, I, I saw just a snapshot of a something dark in his hand. Uh, almost immediately I saw what I perceived to be a, a, a glow from a light, a screen, right in front of my face, and, uh, and I was hit in the face. Loud, but he was facing the other way. After I got hit, then, then he was facing me, and he was very loud at that point. And what, uh, what was he saying? Uh, a lot of sentences with the F word. Uh, uh, I'm going to kick your F and ass. I'm going to uh, 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 F you. Uh, if, if it was any of your F in business, uh, I was texting my F and daughter. Was he continuing to move in your direction? He was reaching for me. And so what did you have to do as he was reaching for you? When I realized that he had, he had gotten much closer and that he was, uh, uh, <clears throat> I guess there's a, there's a thing where you see somebody getting ready to set up to punch you. And, and he was getting ready to punch me, and I perceived that at some point, and that's when the pistol came out. And what did you do with that pistol? I shot him. Did you want to shoot him? Absolutely not. So why did you shoot him? <coughs> well, <coughs> at that point, it was his life or mine. Did you feel he was going to hurt you? <coughs> no question about it. Now, here's the catch with this whole stand your ground thing. If this judge rules that Curtis Reeves, age 74, retired police captain, can claim stand your ground, it's over. They're not even going to trial. He cannot be tried. I mean, okay, before I get too crazy on this, Simply Safe, thank you for being with us and making this podcast possible. Simply Safe allows everybody in America to have home security. I have home security. I bet Alan Duke has home security. My mother has home security. Why shouldn't you? Many people think they can't afford it. Simply Safe, $14.99 a month. And if you go to simplysafe.com slash Nancy, you get 10% off. There is no real reason not to have home security, especially when you have children that you need to protect, like I do. Simply Safe, thank you. Okay, Alan Duke, the Duke, with me. Alan, you understand that's his whole defense. Okay, that he was afraid the guy was going to, what, attack him? He threw his popcorn at him. I think that's a pretty good sign that's all you're going to get. If that's all you got is you throw some buttered popcorn at somebody, you shoot him. He also claims that he threw his cell phone at him. I just said that, Alan, let's not be redundant. I'm saying it's not just popcorn. It's also a cell phone. Have you looked at the video? Yes, I have. You can't really tell a lot from that grainy video. Well, I can see the popcorn get thrown, and then I can see him, Curtis Reeves, stretch out his arm and shoot straight ahead. He shot the guy in the chest dead. Okay. Now, the defense claims that they have enhanced the video and that you can see the, the, the screen of the phone 
going toward Reeves. I, I can't see that. It was pointed out that a cell phone is the weight of a baseball. And can you imagine getting hit by a baseball? Can you imagine getting shot in the chest? No. Okay. Think about it. Here's the problem with the stand your ground law. I cannot believe you're taking the side of the shooter. I'm pointing something. Yes, you are, Alan. Pointing it out. Yes, you are. Pointing it out that the stand your ground law in Florida is, the problem with it is, it says that a person may use deadly force in self-defense if he or she reasonably believes that such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm. If you reasonably believe. Now, this man, and he's not a young man, but he's an experienced law enforcement officer, says he reasonably believed that that cell phone and that popcorn might be followed with a fist and who knows what else. Oh, good gravy. You know, I'm looking at the crime scene photos right now at the Grove Cobb 16 Theater in Wesley Chapel, and I see the popcorn, but I don't see a cell phone on the ground. Where's the cell phone? If he threw a cell phone, where is it? I don't think the the investigators believe there was a cell phone that was thrown, but that's what he says he thought happened. I don't see one. Well, he should know if he got hit in the face. His wife didn't see him get hit in the face. He's sitting right beside him. The problem is that... The problem is he shot him dead. The problem is the standard is if you be- reasonably believe that you're about to be killed or, 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 or suffer great bodily harm, and it's all in your mind. What if... You know, this whole thing with the stand your ground Florida law, if you're afraid of a certain type of person, let's say a person of a certain race or size or whatever. Both of these people were white. Don't try to drag race into it. That's what makes this thing so simple and to the point. Quote, that's when the pistol came out. What, it just came out on its own out of your little pocket? Started firing itself? Remember the cartoon Quick Draw McGraw? He's just real no, fast. I never saw that. You know, when I was a kid, I used to practice drawing my toy pistol out of my, my toy holster to see how fast I could. This guy was a retired police officer, and he was really quick. 27 years with the Tampa Police Department. Oh, oh, let me tell you something else I learned in the testimony, Alan. So... Police, I guess it was a sheriff. He had on a sheriff's uniform, came in to testify, and he says he got there, and he heard the wife, Reeves, the police captain's wife, say, you shouldn't have shot him over that. And that Reeves turned to his wife and said, shut the F up. Yeah, why do wives always have to stick their opinion in on something like this? You're quiet. You know what, Alan... <laughs> You like that ponytail you've got on the back of your head? Because I got a little pair of scissors and I can snippy snippy a lot of things, a lot of appendages, Alan. You talk about stand your ground, but what about standing by your man? She's telling the truth. She's telling the truth. You didn't have to shoot him. What is he going around with a, a, a gun in the movie theater? Anyway, now that's a whole right to bear arms argument I'm not going to get into. Cause but it just shows that you need to have a gun in a theater because somebody else might have a gun. Well, here's the other thing about stand your ground. If you start or provoke the confrontation, even if you then become reasonably in fear, if you started the whole thing, you cannot claim stand your ground. You can't start it. And then when they fight back, say, oh, I'm scared and shoot the person dead. Uh Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. So you think he started it because he didn't 
he, he objected to the guy using his phone in the theater, which is an annoying thing. No, I'll tell you why I think he started it, because he has been a police captain for many, many years, and he's retired, and he's not used to anybody saying, no, no, I'm not going to do what you said. And he got buttered popcorn thrown on him, and it was just too much for him, and he shot the guy. That is really what I think. That is what I think happened. His wife cannot corroborate that he was hit in any way. Olson's wife cannot corroborate that her husband hit Reeves in any way. And let me tell you something. Olson left behind a wife and a family in 30 seconds. This woman's life changed forever. Yes. Her husband shot dead in front of her. He wasn't, he's never going to come home again. He's got a family that will never see their father again because of 74-year-old retired police captain Curtis Reeves. That one moment of lack of self-control, of lack of restraint. And he left this father, this husband, this good man, dead. And Nicole was shot, too. Nicole Olson, the wife. That's right. The wife, she was shot in the arm. Actually, the left Excuse me, the hand. And on the finger with her wedding ring, that finger. She just sits in, in, in court like she's in a daze, the victim's wife. All over what? I guess ego. I'm not really sure. But I will do a complete backflip. Backflip. If this guy gets to claim stand your ground, it's just wrong. If he wants to go to court to trial in front of a jury and claim, I reasonably thought I was being attacked and this is self-defense, then try it with a jury. But this needs to go to a jury to hear all the facts. Because if he wins right now, it's not even going to a jury trial. And I don't like that at all. Not at all, Alan. T.J. Grimaldi is with us, Nicole's lawyer. He has been sitting in court with her throughout. T.J., thanks so much for being with us here at Crime Stories. How is Nicole Olson? How's she holding up? You know, I'll tell you, um, she was doing great when this whole thing started, meaning much better than I would have expected. Um, as it got closer in time for her to testify last week, it became difficult on her. You could tell that she was reliving it again in her mind right before taking the stand. And you could tell that she was nervous um, uh, as she didn't exactly know what was coming her way question-wise. And then she was fine again until Mr. Reeves took the stand. And uh, that was very, very difficult for hear- for her to hear. Not only was she having to relive it again and hear it from the person who murdered her husband's mouth, but the things that were coming out of his mouth, um, either the the lies in her opinion or the changes of his story, uh, really, really got to her. And you could tell it was very, very tough for her to handle. What do you make of Reeves's demeanor on the stand? I disagree with the stand your ground defense in his case. I don't think it applies because I think he provoked this. I could tell he was very measured and in control on the stand. What did you think? I think from the outset, you could tell that uh, his responses were extremely rehearsed. And, and I think you can tell that for two reasons. One, he's obviously a seasoned law enforcement officer, so he knows how to answer questions and probably did have to answer questions back when he was a law enforcement officer. And then he's obviously been very well coached um, by his current attorney. He, in my opinion, did not have much, if any, emotion other than when he was talking about the fact that he had children and he helped raise them 
and when he had cancer. Beyond that, I felt absolutely no emotion with his answer. In fact, he might have stated that he was in fear, but other than stating the words, I was in fear for my life, or I thought that it was a life or death situation, I had no feeling that that's truly what he felt. More importantly, the defense um, tried to drive home that Mrs. Reeves was in fear of her life. And because they were married for so long, he should know about her fear. And therefore, he was using stand your ground not only to protect himself, but to protect her. And you could he never brought that up. So any fear that she may have had, he didn't know about. Lastly, I completely agree that stand your ground is is not uh, should not be used in, the, in this case. However, I also feel that it's the only chance they have to try to beat the charges. How is the whole family doing? It's not just the wife. There's children involved. Uh, luckily, the child, uh, the, the young daughter, is young enough to the point where she doesn't quite understand what's going on. Um, you know, she definitely knows that dad's not around anymore. But beyond that, I, I think she's still young enough to where she's not really quite grasping uh, why dad is gone and what is happening now for these extended two-week period. Um, the extended family beyond the children are, are having difficult times as well. Um, his mother, his meaning Chad's mother, Chad's sister, uh, has have been there the entire time, and Chad's brother has recently come this week. And they're having a very difficult time hearing what they're hearing, seeing what they're seeing, uh, and just being exposed to the entire uh, trial, for lack of a better term, just because they haven't been as inundated as Nicole has from the beginning with this. But it has definitely taken the toll on on the entire family, um, Nicole's brothers included. I don't understand why Reeves was not charged with murder one as as opposed to just murder two to start with. What was behind that? You know, obviously, I, I'm not a prosecutor, so I, I'm not really privy to their charging uh, recommendations and charging decisions. However, in my opinion, and especially based on the Casey Anthony uh, trial in particular, I felt that the state attorney felt confident in just charging murder two because they knew they could get that conviction. Uh, murder one would be as equated to the Casey Anthony where they were shooting for the stars to get the largest possible conviction they could um, when it was unnecessary here for two reasons. One, murder two is is much easier for them to prove uh, because I believe of the premeditation issue. And number two, there's a mandatory minimum in Florida of 25 years for uh, murder of the second degree with a firearm and a mandatory minimum of 20 years um, 25 for the murder and 20 years for the assault with a deadly weapon. So because of his age, no matter what they get, he's going to, he's going to see his last days while he's in prison. Now what happens next? Well, the state, uh, has two more days, um, unless this thing continues on beyond that, the state has two more days to close their case. Um, then the judge will, I am more than sure, take some time before she uh, enters her order. I do not believe she's going to enter her order Friday afternoon or immediately following whenever the hearing closes for that matter. If it does finish Friday, I would assume, you know, hopefully earlier the following week, we would have uh, her findings and her order, whether it's just a verbal announcement or some written order with an explanation. 
uh, I am hoping for and still assuming that that um, order and result will be that she is denying the motion for staying your ground. At that point, the defense obviously has a couple decisions to make. Do they have appealable issues and do they try to appeal the order of the court? Um, do they start talking a plea or do they start preparing for trial? Um, then in the alternative, if she somehow grants this motion, which again, I cannot see happening, the state would have to determine if they could, can and would uh, appeal the order. TJ, please pass on to Miss Olson that I feel so bad for her and have lifted her up in prayers. I just, I just can't imagine going to the theater, finally getting up to go out with your husband and go see a movie and you've got the babysitter and the whole thing lined up and you, he dies right in front of you in a dark theater. It's just almost too much to take in over texting. TJ, thanks so much. Thank you for the kind words and, and thank you very much for, for having me on. Now, we all know the famous Stand Your Ground defense with George Zimmerman, who gunned down a teen boy, Trayvon Martin. Zimmerman, the captain of the Neighborhood Watch, basically follows the teen around, and then when the teen turns on him, he shoots him dead. A jury actually acquitted George Zimmerman. I I still don't understand how that happened. But then just six months after Zimmerman's acquittal, which triggered a lot of anger over Florida's stand-your-ground law, there was another case. This one was over Michael Dunn. Now, Dunn was accused of killing a 17-year-old boy, Jordan Davis, after having an argument with him about Jordan Davis's loud music in a convenience store parking lot. Seriously? I mean, now that was actually a murder accusation as opposed to the one we're talking about right now, which is a murder too. Experts have disagreed on Florida's stand-your-ground law. To me, it sounds like a hyped-up self-defense. Now, in Dunn, there was a conviction. There was a conviction in that one. Dunn's behavior after he shoots Jordan dead, he and his girlfriend go check into a hotel and have drinks and I think they had dinner. I I just, like, there was no remorse whatsoever after that, which I think played right into the prosecution's story. I mean, they left the scene. I don't think that helped. Now, here, Reeves did not leave the scene. He sat there. But I think there's been a big backlash against Stand Your Ground, Alan. Two cases you've mentioned, the Dunn case and then the Zimmerman case, had racial implications, and that complicated emotions and and the whole debate. But this one is much different in the way that you look at it, simply because you can't say, well, it was a racially motivated shooting. Can we just take the race out of it and talk about the facts? Because in Dunn, what he said to his girlfriend is, I hate that thug music. All that worked against him as it should have. As it should have. But the leaving and going to a hotel and having a couple of drinks after you shoot somebody, I mean, dang, that that hurts. So we're on pins and needles waiting to see where the stand your ground defense goes with this retired police captain who was pretty darn mad. Somebody threw popcorn in his face, so he shot him dead. If he does get off on this, that miracle that you say will not happen happens and the judge sides with this guy? If it does, what does it say 
to other people, and what does it mean for the future? The floodgates will open. You'll have stand-your-ground defenses all over the state of Florida. That's what will happen. And justice will not prevail. That will. That is what will happen. Will it cause people to be quicker to draw? They will be emboldened. They will be emboldened. Okay, we're on pins and needles waiting for the latest out of that courtroom there in Florida. And again, before we sign off, thank you Simply Safe for making our podcast possible. Our podcast that is examining the Florida law, Stand Your Ground, that has created so much furor and dissension amongst legal experts and court watchers alike. It's a very, very difficult concept to grasp. And not only that, it seems to be applied unevenly. Simply Safe gives all of us a chance to have affordable home security. And I am very proud that they are our podcast sponsor. Not only that, it's so easy to install. John David, my nine-year-old son, could do it. They give you a video online to do it. And I'm just relieved that they have come through and filled the gap for so many people that want home security that think they cannot afford it. Thank you, Simply Safe. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Our eye on a Florida courtroom. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner.